Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. USA News, I'm Tim Berg. The United States will respond decisively to any aggression against U.S. troops in the Middle East. So says Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, telling reporters Monday following the attacks by Iranian-backed militant groups in Jordan that left three American service members dead and dozens injured. Blinken said the U.S. response against Iran could be multi-leveled and sustained over time. President Biden is facing calls to federalize members of Texas's National Guard as the federal government continues to oppose Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott, who controls the state's southern border. Governor Abbott emphasizes to Fox News where he stands in case President Biden chooses to try and do so. If Joe Biden federalizes our National Guard, that would be the biggest political blunder that he could make. And that's why I think he will not do it. That said, of course, I am prepared in the event that they do make such a blunder to make sure that Texas will be able to continue to secure our border. This as the Biden administration is urging House Republicans to support the forthcoming bipartisan border deal expected from the Senate. Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre said the deal incorporates the actual policy changes previously expressed by House Republicans. The bipartisan agreement that they're coming forward with are things that House Republicans have said, and Republicans more broadly said they wanted. They have said over and over again, this is what they want to see. This follows House Speaker Mike Johnson's recent remark that the deal is likely to face opposition in his chamber, citing its perceived inadequacy. President Biden asserted that the evolving agreement represents the toughest and fairest set of reforms for securing the U.S. border, highlighting its inclusion of presidential authority to close the border. He emphasized his commitment to exercising that authority on the day of signing the bill into law. I'm John Schaefer. This is USA News. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply, plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-928. 8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X T E N D O V I T E.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamg'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamg'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamg'day.com. Teamg'day.com. A South Carolina judge has denied the request of convicted murderer Alex Murdoch for a new murder trial after he alleged the clerk of courts in the county tampered with the jury before they reached their verdict last year. 
Chief Justice Gene Toll making the decision saying the jury obeyed the instructions of the court and took their assignment seriously. Murdaugh's attorney Dick Harpoolian reacting to the decision outside the courtroom. We agree, the court agrees, that that Becky Hill attempted to influence these jurors, that she made these statements. With the facts resolved, the only issue is what is the law. And as Judge Toll said, that is unsettled. An explorer believes they've found a plane that's been missing for over 80 years. USA's Corey Myers has the details. A South Carolina-based ocean exploration company thinks they may have found Amelia Earhart's missing plane that she disappeared in in 1937. Deep Sea Vision's CEO, Tony Romeo, said he believes that the airplane-shaped object that his company captured in a sonar image is Earhart's Lockheed 10E Electra. She was trying to become the first woman to fly completely around the globe when she disappeared on July 2nd of 1937. She was last seen in Papua New Guinea and disappeared near Howland Island in the Pacific Ocean. For USA News, I'm Tim Berg. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-559-7562 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-559-7562. That's 800-559-7562. America back on track. Bill Martinez live. You knew it wasn't going to be easy, right? <laughs> I know. It, it just seems it, it's amazing how people will defy common sense just to complicate things. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, when it's all about power and control, uh, intelligence doesn't really matter. It just becomes an emotional issue. And this is where we are right now. And uh, at some point, there has to be uh, an adult in the room that says, Look, calm down. Calm. It's going to be okay. You know, the, the sky is not falling. You know, we've been hearing from Al Gore and everybody for so long that the sky is falling. Uh, but yet they travel around in their jets. Barack Obama buys a mansion along the beach, even though uh, it's supposed to just float off into the ocean. I mean, the hypocrisy of it all. So, you know, uh, you just have to stop a moment. And consider that common sense is not dead. It's still around. And uh, and your eyes are not lying to you. 
you're seeing it the way it is. It's just that uh, sometimes we get caught up in the emotion of things. Well, Steve Gorham is going to be with us, uh, and he's now with us. He's the executive director of Climate Science Coalition of America, author of four books on energy, climate change, and sustainable development. He's got over 100,000 copies in print. So people are reading, they're paying attention here. But we need more in order to offset the wackiness that's happening. Uh, Steve's new book, Green Breakdown, The Coming Renewable Energy Failure, was the number one bestseller in Amazon's energy policy category twice last month. Uh, congratulations, Steve. Hey, good to have you with us. How are you, sir? Hey, Bill. Happy New Year. Great to join you again. I'm doing hey, fine. Hey, always appreciate uh, a time we can come and, and just talk like normal folk, <laughs> and, uh, you, you know, and reconnect with common sense, you know. Yeah, we really need to do it. And, and there is so much uh, just false information just today, a study was published in Nature Medicine that claims that we've had millions of climate change deaths since the year 2000 by a guy named uh, Colin Carlson. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be the next big push on climate. Uh, a month ago, a uh, uh, former vice president, presidential candidate and secretary of state Hillary Clinton said that we need to start counting climate deaths. And she was... Uh, she learned some things from the COVID-19 crisis. If you remember, mm-hmm. you could go online every day and see the number of COVID deaths. Well, now the climate movement wants to start cli- counting climate deaths every day. Mm-hmm. Well, but it got to a, it got but it got to a point, Steve. We couldn't believe the numbers they were telling us in terms of COVID deaths because they were they were manufacturing these numbers. And at one point, oh my God, lions, uh, tigers, and bears. You know, the CDC admitted that. Uh, the numbers were, you know, they were hypervalued that the actual people, yep. you know, the actual number was, you know, like less than 10 percent of the people that died uh, of COVID. So, uh, y- yep. you know, go ahead. Well, this is going to be worse if they do this for the climate. I, I mean, this article is, is claiming that things like uh, diarrheal diseases, malaria are all due to climate change. Mm-hmm. And, and the implication mm-hmm. is that if we put up Wind turbines and solar, we can stop diarrheal deaths in, in developing nations. I mean, this stuff is just nuts. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, just another example uh, of, of this uh, of climatism, this, this fear of man-made global warming and how far it can be stretched to try and change everybody's life. Yeah, I, this is, well, again, they're trying to do everything they can. Uh, you know, to emotionalize and again, scare people once once again. So, uh, yeah. okay, so so the the number that they're using right now uh, is there? You know, what's the veracity or lack of of veracity well, it, with it? It's flat out wrong. So, for example, Ms. Clinton was saying that uh, uh, sixty thousand people died in Europe last year because of heat waves. That mm-hmm. may be true, but. Uh, if you look at the bigger numbers, for example, uh, if you look at uh, disaster numbers, uh, we had uh, uh, deaths from natural disasters are down about 98% over the last century. Mm-hmm. There are many international figures that show that. Uh, and, you know, often when I present to groups, I say, you know, which is... Which is uh, better for people, warm weather or cold weather, and usually the audience gets it right. Right. Uh, warm weather is, is actually better. Our flu seasons are about from October to March in the northern hemisphere, about uh, May to, to August in the southern hemisphere. 
uh, more people get sick in the cold weather. And if you you look at COVID cases for every country that I've checked, more people get COVID cases during the cold months. Mm -hmm. And many, many studies, a guy by the name of Falagas looked at 10 countries and the deaths, the average deaths per day, both northern and southern hemisphere, and found that uh, it was during the cold months when more people died. So, but nevertheless, this is uh, this is going to be a big push now. They're going to take this paper that came out today and try and oh, try and yeah. start counting climate deaths. And and you know the, the interpretations are very very fuzzy. But anything to scare people and try and get these policies across. And and the unfortunate thing is, many people will believe these numbers. Yeah, it is. It does appear to be that that, that is the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, we've been we've been groomed, you know, by the government to think this, the powers to be, uh, they they feel like some of this, Steve, is slipping through their fingers because you know for years they've been yelling the sky is falling and everybody keeps looking up and nah, the sky looks pretty good, it's uh, it's <laughs> hanging in there, and uh, yeah. the reality of their policies, uh, you, you know, after these decades of investment, trillions of dollars. The expense to the American people, and and not only the American people, but the world at large as well. Steve, you know what? What have we got to show for it? Are, are we are we any better off than we were? You know, uh, thirty years ago. No, I don't think so. What we have is that we have a vast misallocation of resources around the globe, pushing to try and eliminate carbon dioxide emissions, mm-hmm. build wind turbines, and. Uh, solar systems, electric cars, trying to push that. And there's some real problems that need to be solved. Mm-hmm. We have 700 million people without electricity, another 2 billion that have blackouts and brownouts every single day or every other day. Uh, we do have millions of people that die from disease. Uh, we have about 2, million, uh, 2 billion people without proper sanitation uh, around the world. We have about 700 million that don't have access to clean water. And we have pollution issues, too. We have plastic in the oceans. We have wastewater going into uh, river streams mm-hmm. and, and uh, lakes. And those are real problems that need to be solved. This idea that we're going to get rid of carbon dioxide and, and control global temperatures, that is flat out wrong. And, and it really is it's, it's terrible. That Matter of fact, if you look at, for example, foreign aid, uh, 20 years ago, about 4% of that was tied to uh, climate. Now it's mm-hmm. 25% of foreign aid is tied to climate big big problem yeah and and the thing that's amazing about this steve is the american people didn't vote for it you know specifically yes you know okay you you vote for a candidate and 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 you know they kind of uh you know they speak that message to their uh their core group that go along with this uh, climate hysteria but by and large you know uh it's disingenuous because people don't realize uh when they vote for said candidate um, you know, that they are, you know, getting us uh, deeper into this climate hysteria, like you say, from 4 to 25 percent. And so what yeah. indication would there be that, uh, you know, this should have grown to 25 percent? If anything, yeah. it should have been moving in the other direction 
Steve Gorham is with us, and we'll continue right after this. Stay with us. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Wallofire.com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. This is Don Shank with today's global update from the Tide Ministry, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ worldwide in the languages people were born to speak. Officially, Nepal is a secular country that allows religious freedom. But this small country, known for its huge mountains, is a hostile place for Christians. The strong history of Hinduism makes it hard for Nepali believers to openly express their faith without being ostracized for following Jesus. Despite this, people are responding to the Tide Nepali language gospel radio broadcasts. To tell even more people about Jesus, the Tide ministry also broadcasts in the Taru language. Most of this tribal group practice an ethnic religion influenced by Hinduism, and less than 0.5% of them are Christian. Pray that our broadcasts inspire people to follow Jesus and provide support and encouragement for those facing persecution. To learn how you can pray for and encourage people around the world who are finding new life and hope by hearing the good news of Christ in their own language, visit thetide.org. That's thetide.org. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may 
they allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-536-4436. That's 800-536-4436. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-536-4436. independent we are monday through friday 9 to noon eastern 6 to 9 pacific 19 minutes after the top of the hour i am bill martinez see steve gorham executive director of the climate science coalition of america author of four books on energy climate change and sustainable development uh, steve as we were saying uh previously by the way um uh, i don't know if you saw this but uh, the department of energy is backing off on the strict gas stove rules uh, we can say hallelujah there the Biden administration released new regulations requiring stoves to be more efficient, but the rules are significantly weaker than originally proposed, yep. reflecting ongoing public and industry opposition. Again, you know, uh, common sense can can win out. Initially, the Energy Department estimated, as you recall, the rules would force 50% of gas stoves to be upgraded. But the department now says that uh, 97% of current gas stoves, uh, you know, they're okay. 77% of electric ones already meet the requirements. So uh, uh, this was a, um, a a problem that was devised in the minds of these theorists that just uh, keeping, you know, keep wanting to get in the way of what, uh, what makes the world go round. Because uh, Steve, I, I guess the bottom line for me is that uh, energy still makes the world go round. Does it not? Well, it does. And it is, it is good that the, uh, Department of Energy did back off on that. The original things they had proposed would have would have taken about 50% of the gas stoves out of the market, and as you say, it affects about 3% of them now. Unfortunately, we still have uh, states and, and cities in a number of areas that are pushing to eliminate gas stoves and new construction. Uh, Chicago is one of those that has just uh, passed a regulation. And we've actually got a war going on in, in the United States right now that people don't know about. We have about seven states where cities and counties in those states have banned um, uh, the use of uh, gas and new appliances. California, Oregon, Washington, I think it's Massachusetts, New York, uh, Maryland. Uh, but we've also had some court action. Oh, oh by the way, there's also nine, there are 19 states that have passed regulations saying that you cannot uh, if you're a if you're a city or a county, you can't ban uh, certain energy sources in in new construction. So that's going on. And then we had uh, a situation where uh, Berkeley was the first city in the in the country to say uh, no no gas appliances in new construction. And the uh, the restaurant owners of California sued Berkeley, mm. and that was that was about three or four years ago. And then the the Ninth Circuit Court just struck down the Berkeley ban. That was. Uh, uh, about April last year, they ruled three to uh, three to zero against the Berkeley regulation, and they mm-hmm. cited uh, the U.S. Energy Policy and Conservation Act of 1975. Say you can't uh, prohibit regulate you can't uh, regulate different fuel types that way. But now we've got folks like the state of Washington that are going to go around it. They're going to say, yes. "Well, you got to we're going to talk emissions, and we're not going to ban a new construction, but we've got to <laughs> put emissions regulations on." 
So th- this is the, this is all part of the idea to try and get to net zero and mm-hmm. force people to uh, to accept only certain appliances. Just just not good policy. Yet, yet to me, this chase for net zero is like uh, Don Quixote chasing windmills. I mean, what's what's the veracity of it all? I mean, wh- wh- again, wh- what is the net contribution of this? I mean, you know, it still seems to me, Steve, you know better. You've, you've been studying this for so long. But on its face, it just seems to me that we're chasing a theory still. A- well, am I off? It's, it's, it's not even a reach-out goal. It's an impossibility. Uh, hydrocarbons, uh, coal oil, natural gas drive our modern society, and the idea that we can make a change in a couple of decades is basically impossible. And not only that, <clears throat> this is not going to have any measurable effect on the climate. Earth's climate mm-hmm. is dominated by, by nature, by natural factors. Water vapor causes 70 to 90 percent of Earth's greenhouse effect. And then the carbon dioxide that comes out of the oceans and the biosphere is much, much bigger, about 20 times the amount that comes out of our industry every day. And so it's it's unlikely this is ever going to have uh, a measurable effect on global temperatures. All of this effort, the world's spending over a trillion dollars a year exactly. to try and do this now on renewables, just right. not going to have any effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's what green breakdown is about. This is going to crash, and it, it's it's uh, we've seen some early signs already. Well, and, and, and the other thing too, which is typical of the bureaucracy and the way they operate. Um, in, in the greater bureaucracy, the global bureaucracy, the World uh, Economic Forum, and that is now you've got um, supposed injury to these third world countries, and now they're you know calling out for some sort of uh, reparation, you know yeah. that the United States and other developed nations should pay because uh, you know somehow this was all done at their expense, right? Yeah, that's right, and they have this uh, these. Uh conferences of the parties, UN climate conferences, and uh, all of the developing nations are attending, but they're looking for, they really need to develop their economies with coal, oil, and natural gas, but they're looking for massive transfers of money. Mm-hmm. India actually, uh, two years ago, asked th- that it should receive a trillion dollars a year <laughs> uh, to go to, to be net zero by 2070. So we're not talking small, small dollars here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very, very big. Uh, and by this is, by the way, this is the goal of the United Nations to transfer wealth between the wealthy nations and the developing nations. Mm. Uh, they also have a goal of the world of, of having a world government and having all the nations respond to it, especially as far as uh, environment. Uh, Jacques Chirac, former president of France, said the first climate conferences were the first example of world government. So mm-hmm. uh, there are ulterior motives: wealth transfer, world government, and other things uh, behind this climate scare. Yeah, and and the thing is, is that you can't blame Modi in India and going, well, if the people want to be stupid and give away money and everything like that, hey, we'll go with that narrative, and, and why not tap into it, because uh, these knuckleheads will sign on to that, and uh, if there's going to be, uh, you, you know, a, a transference of wealth, you know, why not us, right? Yeah, he's right, but he's also very sensible. He's getting 60% of his energy from coal. He's expanding yeah. coal. And by the way, he has a tremendous program to to provide uh, li- uh, liquid propane gas mm-hmm. canisters to families in India. He has distributed uh, uh, those to. He has like eight hundred centers now. He's getting that from the United States. We're shipping mm-hmm. propane to India, and he's distributing canisters to his people at hundreds of distribution centers, so that they can cook with uh, with clean gas instead exactly. of 
charcoal and dung and and wood, and uh, they can improve the health of their people. So uh, there's uh, you know the developing nations are doing doing uh, uh, things to grow their economies using uh, hydrocarbon fuels. Uh, despite the fact they, they, they want these transfers of money as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and here we are as the United States who have been there and done that. We've learned so much, and we've got so much to share uh, in, in that in that sense. But, uh, you know, the climate activists and this net zero uh, hysteria that the Biden administration has been selling here, I mean, Steve, they, they, they've cut off, you know, the liquid gas you know that we were going. To, you know we were going to export in order to keep, yeah. uh, because this is an election year, and now all of a sudden we start having you know e- election options that come into play that are interfering with the flow of energy. Yeah, well, they haven't quite cut it off. We still have a number of terminals that are liquefying natural gas, shipping it mm-hmm. to Europe, or the biggest exporter in the world. But he has put a halt to any new uh, terminals and new licenses. Uh, and that is, as you say, that's kind of a, uh, a thing for the environmental groups. Uh, he wants to put that into play. But, but again, that's, uh, you know, the environmental groups and President Biden have it exactly wrong. Uh, if, you, if, you, if, you try, if you ask the question, what fuel source has done the most to reduce global pollution in the last 50 years, the answer is natural gas mm. and propane and other gases. Uh, we used to have coal furnaces in our homes and 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 burn coal and and uh, you know if you put uh, natural gas into a home instead of either wood or coal you reduce particulates by a factor of a thousand mm. so natural gas is probably the best thing we've done to clean up our air in the last 50 years well again seeing this is some of the stuff that's lost in history is that uh you know the energy sector has been responsible i mean it, it isn't that they've just said hey look at we're not going to pay attention uh yep. they have been ju- adjusting and looking for better ways that makes sense and uh, without, you know, disturbing, uh, you know, the source of uh, the source of these energy uh, outlets that are so necessary for our development. Right. Yes. Well, Absolutely. Well, Steve Gorham, he's speaker and author, executive director of Climate Science Coalition of America. Steve, I always appreciate the time. You're always welcome to come back. All right, look forward to it. Take care. Internet for your home for less than two dollars a day. That's right. For about fifty bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than fifty bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at fifty bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-699-0358. 800-699-0358. That's 800 990358 USA News I'm Tim Berg 
The United States will respond decisively to any aggression against U.S. troops in the Middle East. So says Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, telling reporters Monday following the attacks by Iranian-backed militant groups in Jordan that left three American service members dead and dozens injured. President Biden is facing calls to federalize members of Texas's National Guard as the federal government continues to oppose Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott, who controls the state's southern border. Governor Abbott emphasizes to Fox News where he stands in case President Biden chooses to try and do so. If Joe Biden federalizes our National Guard, that would be the biggest political blunder that he could make. And that's why I think he will not do it. That said, of course, I am prepared in the event that they do make such a blunder to make sure that Texas will be able to continue to secure our border. This is USA News. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Face it, many of the twists and turns in life, unavoidable, right? But um, how you react in those moments will define who you are. And this is according to Scott Friedheim. And probably according to all of us, because a little bit of experience demonstrates that, uh, you know, that that inevitable truth. Uh, Scott is the author of The Code of Conduct, Tales of the Roller Coaster of Life. Scott, uh, good morning. Looking forward to this conversation with you. How are you? Me too. Terrific. Thanks so much for having me. Well, you know, Scott, you've had an incredible background. And it really is, I mean, your wisdom and what you're sharing with us. You know, uh, currently managing partner of Freedom Capital, uh, author of, of, of course, this book, um, and, uh, y- you know, y- your family-focused, community-minded, uh, you know, some have said a risk-taking adventure, and businessman that served on senior leadership teams across multiple industries, including financial services, mass merchandising, brand management, product development, all to say You've been there, you've done that, you've been on the roller coaster, you've got the t-shirt, and out of it uh, comes, uh, you know, uh, a bucket full of wisdom and uh, ideas that, uh, you know, are are worthy of attention. Um, Most appreciated. Um, You know, the catalyst was, uh, I was on, I was meant to give a... uh, remarks at the U.S. Olympic Committee in Colorado Springs, mm-hmm. and I live in Aspen, Colorado. Okay. And my Division One soccer days and marathon running days are long in the past. And uh, I was thinking, you know, audience analysis. I'm going to show up, fat, bald, old, <laughs> former CEO, and I'm not going to be able to connect. 
Yeah. So I thought, you know what would be a really good idea, even though I haven't ridden a bicycle in two years? I'm going to ride a bike from Colorado, from uh, Aspen to Colorado Springs. Oh. And then, and then it's just going to come up, and someone's going to say, oh, how'd you get here? Did you take a plane? And I'm going to no, I've ride a bike, and that'll be a cool little just-do-it kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a terrible idea. Um, I didn't plan, and uh, 20 you didn't, miles... You didn't train? <laughs> no, no, I just... <laughs> <clears throat> jumped on a bike. I don't even know how to change a tire. So it was really, it was, it was, it was really, uh, it was, it was really ill-advised. Um, <clears throat> but I was 20 miles from Colorado Springs going downhill and there were too many rocks on the shoulder. I was on a highway, oh, one God. lane going both ways. You know what's going to happen. Yes. I, 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 I go to get in the lane and when I went over the rumble strip, the wheel wobbled and ejected me into an oncoming truck. And um, I tell you, in that moment, um, it was always like a GoPro, you know, the YouTube uh, videos mm. of the ski crashers, and they got a GoPro, and you just see a whole bunch of images. Right. You can't synthesize them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was certain I was going to die. I was certain. I'm a math guy, and I was mm. certain. Um, yes. And uh, I thought about my family, and I thought, you know, it's going to be really tough on my young kids, but... You know, the family will go through it. Mm. And what I realized was, <clears throat> in my life, there's one relationship, and that's with God. Yes. Everyone else is uh, on their own journey, and I happen to be here at the same time as lots of people, like I'm here at the same time as you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I only have one relationship, and that's with God. Yes. And in that moment... I realized what you accomplish, accumulate, achieve is irrelevant. The only thing that matters is how you lived your life. So, you know, after the airlifting, fentanyl, trauma center, when I finally could make it back to church, Mm. uh, it was the most humbling moment of my life, um, Mm. knowing that any moment um, it could be over uh, in this life. And I wanted to know, what was I going to do with that? And I prayed and prayed and prayed to figure out, you know, what can I do with that information? Mm -hmm. And after a while, it came to me, I'm going to write Code of Conduct, because, yeah, I've been a CEO a couple times, but, you know, CEO books are dime a dozen. You know, there's so many leadership books where people are, you know, pretending to have the magical answer to leadership. That, 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 to me, was largely irrelevant. What was very relevant was, and I'm one data point. If my end-of-life experience is what we're all going to go through, it may be just me, mm-hmm. but I don't want people to miss the message that how you live your life is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like someone said, um, you know, when, when you pass, uh, they, you know, they write up your life um, in a simple beginning and an end, right? You know, uh, 1914 to 1960. But that slash mark in the middle is significant. It's what happened between those two benchmarks, the beginning and the end, right? And uh, and for me, I'm 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 like you in that sense, Scott. Is that uh, you know as as I've experienced life. Uh, God has taught me to realize what are the most, you know, or what is the most important thing. And it is the idea that, uh, 
here on this earth, it's not all there is. That there is an eternity, right? Yeah, there's there, there's no doubt uh, in my mind, and that's why if there's a call to action, and I think a lot of times with the book, the question is, okay, is, is there a call to action? Is there a is there a actionable thing that I'm supposed to be thinking about? I think it's just as we write down our professional goals, just mm-hmm. as we write down our personal goals, there should be a third list, and the third list should be the behavioral tenets by which you aspire to live by. Exactly. And uh, in my book, and I don't do it until the epilogue, because frankly, you know, in today's in today's society, I write a religious book. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to be countless people just forget it. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not until the epilogue where I say, "Oh, by the way, my tenets are grounded on uh, the Beatitudes, yes. and my thirty-two tenets fit neatly four into each one of the eight Beatitudes." Um, but anyone, you know, anyone of any religion can can put their behavioral tenets on whatever foundation they want, spiritual exactly. or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the golden rule, as you know, uh, is in virtually all religions, Buddhism, Christianity, mm-hmm. Hinduism, Islam, Judaism, Taoism. But the wave of secularization that's happening in um society is making it so the golden rule is getting diluted. Mm-hmm. And what's filling the vacuum? We've got a agenda-driven national media that is focusing on the tails and polarizing our nation. Social media is providing visibility to individuals for clicks. Well, mm-hmm. that most of the time is abhorrent behavior, not role model behavior. Mm-hmm. And Corporations are filtering information they give us to maximize their value, not ours. Exactly. So I think it's incredibly important that we don't stand by as our cherished nation rips itself apart, but that we unite as a people and deliver on the promise of this land of opportunity, and we live by the golden rule. Mm -hmm. But even the golden rule is unsustainable if it is not connected to the golden ruler. Oh, no question. No you know question. what I'm saying? I'm, you know, uh, I, I'm a Christian, and mm. uh, I know what I believe in, and I do my best within. And this is this code of conduct is a true effort to try to create a bridge mm-hmm. to faith uh, in kind of an obfuscated way. Uh, so I'm with you. But mm. what I want to try to do is to draw as many other people to faith as possible exactly without saying it explicitly yeah i when i have have a challenge with scott and and, and i'm not saying you're, you're doing this i'm just this is what the world does is the world sell, sell, sells you on you know hey we got to be nice to one another treat others like you want to be treated and and then as we try to do that we we experience uh, frustration because in and of ourselves we we're not very good at it. We're, we're just, we're, we're, you know, in, in the context of this environment, we become very selfish because so much of the culture of what we're exposed to reminds us that we should have it our way. It should be all about me. And, um, and when you consider the life of Jesus, who gave up so much for what? Not to be served, but to serve. And we find that when we are servants, uh, 
it seems to go better, at least in my experience. Uh, I, I found that to be so. Hey, we'll continue our, our conversation. Home so stay sales are down 31% across America, and mortgage rates are on the rise. If your home is not selling, you need to call our experts right now at the Quick Cash Hotline. We have investors ready to pay you cash for your property, regardless of the condition it's in. Most of our closings can happen in about seven days. You don't have to worry about a buyer getting approved. You don't have to worry about showing your home. One simple call right now. Just pick up the phone and call us. I'll give you the number in a second. We will negotiate with you a price to buy your home. It's that simple. If you're ready to sell your home right now, any home, any condition, and you don't want to put money into it, no problem. We'll buy it from you. Call right now. It's a free call. 800-217-6459. That's 800-217-6459. How would you like to save money on nearly all your prescription drugs? We've set up a special toll-free number for the RX Outreach Program. They're a nonprofit company whose mission it is to make prescription drugs more affordable to the masses. They don't take insurance, and in many cases, your prescriptions are even cheaper than your co-pays. They carry thousands of different prescription drugs, so whatever you're taking, there's a good chance they have it. No coupons are required, and this is not a discount card. It is pure savings on your prescription drugs. They specialize in generic meds for any chronic health needs you have. Call with your prescription and find out for free how little you can pay for your prescription drugs. Remember, we don't take insurance, so call right now. 800-705-6581. 800-705-6581. That's 800-705-6581. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Fred Dreyer here for the product I use and love, Balance7.com. Are you suffering with heartburn? Get relief from Balance 7. You know, most people are able to go back to eating the foods they enjoy with Balance 7. Please don't be stubborn. This really works. You're just a sip away from enjoying the foods you like. Try Balance 7 with a money-back guarantee. Are you experiencing fatigue and brain fog? So many people complain that in the afternoon, their energy seems to disappear and the brain becomes foggy. Balance 7 neutralizes the acids in your body. This aids your digestion. The energy from 
from food is more effective and afternoon brain fog fades away. Balance 7 is the answer. Go to Balance7.com or call 800-793-9039. That's 800-793-9039. Mention the code word FRED and get $10 off your order. Call 800-793-9039 and mention the code word FRED. Get heartburn relief and more with my favorite, Balance7.com. Great to have you with us. It's 14 minutes before the top of the hour. Bill Martinez here, and we're talking with uh, Scott Friedheim. Uh, he is the author of the Code of Conduct: Tales of the Roller Coaster of Life. I mean, uh, you know, Scott has experienced, uh, you know, like we all do in our journey, you know, highs and lows. Uh, he admits that he was a four-string junior varsity soccer player in high school, and he goes from that to Northwestern University's all-time leading goal scorer upon graduation. Almost sounds like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan has, so to speak. You know, I'm just saying when I read that. And he goes from uh, CEO to unemployed as the company went bankrupt, and he nearly did also. Uh, High-level Wall Street executive uh, walking to work on a sunny September morning and sprinting out of the World Financial Center on 9-11 as the World Trade Center towers collapse. I mean, it's almost... uh, you're 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 like Forrest Gump or Walter Mitty, you know, in, in ex, you know experiencing life. And of course, you mentioned your your cycling trip. Uh, you know, afterwards, uh, you know, you said maybe a bit ill-advised, all things considered. But you know, it seemed like a good idea at the time until you were airlifted to a trauma center, right? Yeah, uh, it did. <laughs> like a lot of things, sounded like they were a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to pick on you know on one of those that you just mentioned nine uh, eleven right. and it connects to what you said right before the break on service um, when uh, I was in uh, three world financial center that was the building mm-hmm. that has that pyramid looking top it has a bridge mm-hmm. connected to the north tower we had three floors in the north tower and tragically we lost one of our employees when the first plane hit because he was in the elevator. Uh Um, I was on the executive management team, so I was working on um, getting uh, all of our 7,000 employees evacuated. But once that had concluded, I thought, wow, you know, um, this is, you know, the most tragic moment in our country's history in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though I knew it was a good idea to leave once I saw the first plane hit, I was thinking, no. I can't leave the building. There's got to be more that I can do. Mm-hmm. And I actually was in the building as the South Tower collapsed. So I didn't think mm-hmm. I was going to get out. And um, I kicked into a full-on sprint. The stairwell was empty. Uh, I took two steps at a time. It was too slow. Three steps at a time, too slow. I ended up... Um, launching myself five or six steps at a time. I had no muscle, muscle memory for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and hit, hit, hit the step, threw myself to the landing, and then worked my way down um, the opposite-facing uh, stairs. This uh, process went for 10 floors. I wow. get to the lobby, and like so many people had froze uh, during the day because the trauma was just too much to take. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, as I got to the top of, uh, a, uh, escalator in our atrium and their four story 
four stories of windows. The windows were black. I thought a plane had hit our building. The top of our building had collapsed, and we were buried and trapped. Oh, wow. And as this is going on, as you can imagine, the, the shaking of the building, the rumbling, the noise, um, the building, mind you, was empty. There was, I froze. So like everyone else that I had seen during the day freeze and look like just cheap frozen, mm. that was me. And wow. I didn't realize it, but there was a lone fireman standing in the lobby right next to me uh, at the top of the escalator in the off chance that anyone was still in the building. Mm-hmm. He wasn't running. He was standing his ground as the world around us was collapsing. And I heard a muffled yell. I didn't know what it was because I was in this in this frozen state. Mm-hmm. He yelled again, run that way. And I ran out. Um, on your point of service, whether it's firefighters, police, or warfighters, humanitarian aid workers, first responders, healthcare providers, those are the heroes of modern-day society. And uh, one of the tenets that I aspire to, which, and I fail at my tenets all the time, mm-hmm. is selflessness. And I look at them and I think, wow, those people um, are the heroes in today's society. That's exactly. the bravery, selflessness, for which we all owe uh, a debt of gratitude. And there, uh, you know, God blesses us with people who are inherently designed to be the sheepdogs, right? And uh, yeah, and th- and that's and that's what they do. They're watching out for the masses. Uh, you know, danger comes. Everybody's running in the opposite direction. They're going to it. Uh, Correct. Y- you know, and and whether it's a, a war situation, uh, you know, an event like nine eleven. Uh, this happens on a daily basis. These are extraordinary individuals. They, <coughs> excuse me, they are, you know, God's direct blessing to humanity to help guide us through. You know, some people think, oh, it's just, well, you know, I, I they, have to, they have to, you know, they have to be a priest or, you know, somebody that you would uh, naturally recognize as that. Not necessarily so. I mean, sometimes it's a mother. Sometimes it's, you know, it's a senior citizen. They just have this innate instinct about them uh, that is one of service and and protection. Which I'm I'm like you, Scott. I'm in awe of it. I'm in awe of the individual. I'm in awe that God would bring these people into our lives because we do once a week. We we have a discussion of these these great stories that people you know do the these acts of service you know that people do for one another, and uh, it's part of a program we call Sam's Corner. And uh, Samantha Mao brings these stories to us every week. And I think, wow, you know, uh, w- what are these people, you know, like sometimes there's they're young people that just have this innate condition, you know, like what we're talking about. And you go, wow, I, I can't wait for the next chapter of their life. What what else is next? Because it's not just there. It is a, um, it's a, com- a commitment and a lifestyle that is so part of their life you just can't it's like okay i'm I'm starting to read a book here but i want to you know i want to read the next next chapter to see you know what what else they're going to do next uh because you know that it will be there it's just amazing to me it is incredibly humbling and 
um, among the things that I would like to see um, is uh, more transmission of what you just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gone every 9-11 with my kids to all of the firehouses that are near me. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I want to make sure my kids, and I do this each time uh, I walk into one of the firehouses, uh, I thank them imagining that I'm talking to the firefighter that was standing at the top of the escalator. Oh, wow. Yes, exactly. Mm. uh, My kids feel it. When they walk uh, in whatever town they're in, they always go up to our warfighters, our police, our firefighters, first responders, and thank them and hug them. Now, they're they're 6, 11, and 13, so they can still still go go in and and, uh, hug them, but uh, those people in our community, uh, for which we're so blessed to have, you're right. I, mm-hmm. I wish a society would give them a much bigger hug. One of the things I would like to see is I would like to see um, 9-11 be a national holiday mm-hmm. uh, for our community heroes, um, yeah. because we don't really have that. I think we can always respect those that we lost, uh, and we will never forget. That being said, at the same time, that day is marked by... Um, a uh, once-in-our-lifetime show of selflessness by all of those first responders. And the thing that's so beautiful about that, Scott, is that it is inherent in the DNA of the great American idea of what started this country. I mean, I totally it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's not like it's it's gone through everybody, but but for America, and it, I mean, it really does promote this idea, which isn't to say that, you know, it doesn't happen in Germany or it doesn't happen in Israel. It doesn't, ha- I mean, it, yeah, I, I mean, because I believe it's, it's universal in the sense that it's God's given, God given. But th- this is kind of like a, in, you know, a holy sanctified moment in a sense that uh, we shouldn't let uh, pass by because it, it, there's just so much to this. And it reminds us of, First principles. One of the things that, you know, God has shown me here recently is that, you know, we have lost track. And if we're going to get this country back on track, we need to get back to first principles. We need to understand what those first principles are. And and, and you talk about it in your book is that, you know, because we're all going to get off track from time to time. But you need to know, just like, uh, you, you know, when you're flying a plane and you're getting to a destination, you're constantly making adjustments because of the environment and what affects the trajectory of the plane. And of course, you know, they're all computer aided now, so it's brilliant. So they make them, you know, you know, and we get there, you know, it's, 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 it's really a miracle. You think about, you know, we start in Los Angeles and, you know, we end up in Florida, you know, just the, we're, we're, we, you know, we don't end up in, you know, Africa someplace by accident, you know, it's just brilliant. But, you know, our life, we, we can, we can do the same thing. But we got to know what those principles are, those universal principles that will get us to our destination, that we can always count on when we feel like when all is going to hell in a handbasket, a little bit like right now, and that we, uh, you know, don't get caught up in the chaos, but that, uh, you know, we, we lean on those principles. And also, as you experienced, keep an ear and eye open for those sheepdogs in our lives that come around and say, Go that way, run in that direction, right? Well said. Thank you so much for shedding uh, a bright light on it. God bless you. 
Well, Scott Freedom, thank you. I mean, this this is excellent. So the book available at all the usual places, right? Correct. And one that you want to share with your friends, especially those that you know that you've been praying for for a long time to come into the kingdom. We want them to come into the kingdom and enjoy uh, what we enjoy here, okay? So happy to share it. Uh, Code of Conduct. Check it out. Thank you, Scott. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. The final phase.